0: It's the Memorial Day weekend. We're just back from our big kickoff of the Let's Go America Tour, and we're off this weekend, so we're replaying last week's show for you. That was live from the Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia.
1: Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800 387 8025 That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show.
2: Country roads, take me home.
0: Welcome aboard Hour 2 of RM World Travel. It is now just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And today, Mary and I are coming to you from West Virginia. We are live at the Greenbrier Resort, a place known as America's Resort. And, frankly, it's the ideal place for us to kick off our Let's Go America Tour. All right, so last hour, we uh, we talked a little history. Mm-hmm. We talked with our affiliates. Rudy had on uh, Homer Hickam. Uh, and we, uh, during the break, I just joked, uh, Cam Huffman and we have... Uh, the executive chefs with us—they're going to be coming up this hour as well. But we—that was a long six-minute break. Uh, Governor Jim Justice was scheduled to be here with us. He was in route, and then something has come up in Charleston, Cam. And what were we just told?
3: Yeah, the, the life of a governor. I guess that's just the way it works. That he uh, he had to run to Charleston and is not going to be able to make it. So it's unfortunate because uh, I think you guys would have really enjoyed him. But uh, as his, his basketball announcer, I'm sort of used to it. You never know what's going to happen. Well,
2: you, know, you, you mean he has some state duties he has to take care of? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay. So as he's
0: listening to us right now, driving over on WCHS, our affiliate <laughs> over there, uh, governor, you are welcome to call into the show, certainly, for sure. Let's we'll see if he takes them uh, yeah, we'll up on that. We'll see if he takes them up on that. Exactly right. But, you know, the one thing that we do want to say, what's, what is unique about it is clearly uh, Governor Jim Justice also owns the Greenbrier Resort with his family. And I'm not particularly sure there's another governor around the country that you're going to go and say to his resort.
3: No, I, I would I would venture to guess you're right, and and I'd also say there's probably not a go- governor around the country that's anything like uh, Jim Justice. He, uh, as we mentioned a minute ago, he he coaches the girls' basketball team here in town, and uh, he's just, still as uh, governor, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, so, he's
0: he's a one of a kind. So uh, um, a Chef guy. Brian and Kim, we're going to certainly be talking to you this hour. Rudy, uh, I know we've got you up there in Minnesota, patched in with us, and uh, we were talking a little bit uh, when you got back from Mexico. You've been here how many times to the Greenbrier?
4: Oh, at least twice, maybe more. I I lived in Washington, D.C. for 40, 50 years or so, and and that was, uh, well, I guess not that long, 30 to 40 years. And uh, the Greenbrier was a popular destination for folks from... uh, uh, Washington DC and particularly if a nuclear war had happened it would have been an even more popular <laughs> destination for well, that's true. certain exactly. politicians.
2: Certainly that's true. for Congress that <laughs> is know, true.
0: And <laughs> as we've gone through listen, the parking lot here we are seeing cars from all over Bobby. Texas is well represented, want to let you know that. Uh, certainly the Northeast is well represented and so many others in the area. But we thought we would spend a little time right now talking about some things, some trivia things that we found about the property. And uh, Rudy you may find these interesting. So Cam, you know, we were uh, spending a little time with you, I think, on Tuesday morning. And Mary, you know, where do you want to go? Yeah. With
2: so, of course, it's going to revolve around a cocktail, everyone. So hope everyone's ears have perked up now. Uh, so a few weeks ago, Kentucky Derby Saturday, we were doing the show live. And I asked you guys, you and Rudy, if you had your mint juleps ready, because I love The Kentucky Derby, even though I've never been, I just love to put the hat on and have a mint julep and watch it. So, uh, Cam, we were talking to you at breakfast earlier this week, and Chef, please weigh in on this as well. Um, We we brought up the mint julep. We were talking about mint juleps in the car. It was the car classic where you guys do that, and you gave us a fun fact on the mint julep. So do
3: tell. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people obviously associate the mint julep with the Kentucky Derby, but the mint julep was actually invented right here at the Greenbrier in 1816. Is the first account we have of people. Writing about coming to the Greenbrier and sampling a julep, they paid 25 cents for their julep, and a little more today. They could get three for 50 cents. But yeah, it was invented right here. <laughs> three for 50. So,
0: cents. Rudy, did you uh, now think about that? Now, uh, to to build upon that though, and we thought this was interesting because when we were talking, you know, R.J. Uh, does a segment in our show, the Open Road uh, segment, which fits well, frankly, with West Virginia. that when I think about that, uh, and it's it's car themed, if you will. Uh, so you do something around Kentucky Derby weekend, and we actually thought this would be a fun way to spend the Kentucky Derby. Week. So again, mm-hmm. do tell America.
3: Absolutely. This, it, we just finished up our fourth year of the, the Greenbrier Concours d'Elegance and um, it's a it's a major car event. It's a three-day event. We have events planned throughout um, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But it concludes with the Concours on Saturday where 100 of the finest collector cars in the world come here and, and are displayed right in our front entrance. But we always have it on Kentucky Derby weekend. In a Kentucky Derby evening we have a, a dinner, a charitable dinner. But that starts with a cocktail hour where we where you show the Kentucky Derby on the big screen and people dress up in their Kentucky Derby outfits and you can get the original mint julep right here at the green bar
0: and if you want because you do have horse and carriage rides you can actually just go ride you know you can take a a carriage ride Uh, you can go horseback riding in the hills around here Uh, you can get that horse experience but but the more important point this is where mary was going you can get the mint julep where it started absolutely you can't beat that rudy that's the part we love about travel isn't it
4: it certainly is it certainly is
2: always
0: learning something we we are
4: even more than mint juleps, we love. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, but oh, so here's the next thing. All right, so now you know, uh, certainly our audience knows, you know, Mary and I, uh, we live in the New York City area, and uh, Carnegie Hall, huge, obviously, the a big thing. You know, we've been there. Uh, well, uh, what do we have here? in the area
3: yeah, right right in Lewisburg is one of I believe there's three Carnegie Hall's in, in, in America but one of them is is located right in downtown Lewisburg.
0: and, and uh, again uh, you know folks Andrew Carnegie I mean he gave money you can go there it's a major art center they have performing arts and everything and from what I understand that we did not go there today but but again that was another factoid that we picked up uh, it draws a lot of people and it's very popular
3: it, it is, and it's, it's an amazing place and a, and a great venue to, to go see a, a concert or, or whatever. Um, they, as you said, they have a lot of, lot of art exhibits go on. So it's, it's, it's a fantastic venue and a part of, of what makes Lewisburg a special place.
0: All right, so, Rudy, uh, Mary's now going to share a little bit about uh, something that she and I did on Tuesday that Cam was able to arrange for us. <laughs> and we joke about it because, uh, folks, Mary and I are going to be taking home with us probably a couple pounds of the mountain clay from West Virginia. So <laughs> let's share
2: that. And Cam, I can really thank you for this because Cam <laughs> organized this trip for us. So when I heard we were going off-roading, we, we've done that, I've done ATVs in Iceland. I said, okay, fine, I have no problem going off-roading in some sort of a vehicle. This happened to be, a, what was it, so Cam, Polar- a Polaris uh, Razor? Polaris which basically just means you're going up really steep hills and you're coming down really steep hills filled with mud puddles and you're going now, as fast as you can it robert was great i will say listen we, we, i was going to ask who
4: was driving uh, we, we, that we, we vehicle actually, was made in minnesota it's so really uh, the driver you're talking about here
2: yes well, we however split, we, split we did split it and i did i did get up some bravery there and i took to the <laughs> off-road myself but when we uh, the problem was
0: i let i said let's let's let the guide go ahead because mary wanted a video of it and we came down the hill at probably about 40 miles an hour i had to put that didn't phone realize away. the water we were going to hit was <laughs> probably about three and a half four feet deep and there was nowhere to go. So uh, we were yeah, soaked uh, all the blood way down here. everywhere, to our but it was a lot
2: of fun. Yes, it, was. it was a yeah. lot of fun. And once uh, I started driving, I didn't want to stop. No. Uh,
0: there's so <laughs> many things that we have certainly done here. Uh, it, it's, I mean, Cam, we're going to talk about activities coming up uh, in, in a, a couple minutes. And
2: chef, we're going to get to food. There's next.
0: so much to do. Folks, we got to take a, a quick uh, sponsors break. We appreciate all of you being tuned in around the country with us. When we come back, we will be talking food. There's like over 20 different restaurant options here. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. RM world travel continues from the Greenbrier in three minutes.
2: Learning a new language for travel to connect with family or as a new hobby has never been easier thanks to babble.com carry the number one selling language learning app. Babble makes the whole process addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons that you're actually going to use in the real world. Start your new language learning journey today and right now you can save up to 65% off your subscription. All you need to do is go to babble.com carry that's babble.com carry for up to 65% off your subscription or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors dinner just got a whole lot easier. Forget grocery store crowds or figuring out what's in that fridge. With HelloFresh, you just choose from over 25 chef-created recipes every week. Then you get a HelloFresh box right to your doorstep filled with fresh, pre-portioned ingredients that in as little as about 20 minutes will become restaurant-quality meals, and giving yourself a break is back on that table. Just go to HelloFresh.com and use code CARRY to get your 12 free meals, including free shipping, or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors for a link.
4: Simply say is an award-winning home security system. So, you know it's engineered with the latest technology you want to keep your family safe. But what really sets Simply Safe apart is its people. They have highly trained security experts who are always there for you when you need them the most. These are people who truly care about keeping you safe. Go to simplysafe.com/carry today to customize your system and get a free security camera. That's simplysafe.com/carry or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link.
0: We had such a terrific time at the Greenbrier Resort last week, and with it being the Memorial Day holiday weekend, we're replaying stop one of our Let's Go America tour for you today. See you again
1: live next week, everyone. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. We are back
0: indeed, and in Let's Go America. Mary and I are out traveling today. We hope that you will soon be as well. Today, we are coming to you live on remote from the Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia. Thanks for being part of America's number one travel radio show. This portion of the program is sponsored by Preferred Hotels
2: and Resorts. It is, travel comes in many different forms and whenever you're on the move, whether it's for leisure or maybe for business travel, we do encourage you to consider the more than 700 Preferred Hotels and Resorts properties. Uh, they're in 80 countries around the world. <laughs> you're gonna find well, them somewhere for you sure. You find something there. Uh,
0: and to make your travels more enjoyable, go to our website, rmworldtravel.com, click on the I Prefer banner, Right there at the top of the homepage, enroll in exclusive elite status as a listener of our show. It's all for free, and then you'll be treated to some great perks that you normally it would take you. I mean, a lot of travel to uh, to obtain.
2: That's for sure. All right, now we're getting to one of my favorite culinary topics, <laughs> food. Yeah. When we travel, so I'd like to introduce. Chef Brian Skelding, he is the executive chef here at the Greenbrier. He's well-traveled and well-credentialed, and his career led him to the Greenbrier almost 20 years ago this year. Um, so in addition to being responsible for all the food outlets and events at this resort, he oversees, from what I saw, just a few people, chefs, several hundred members of the culinary team. So thank you for being with us today. Yes, My it's pleasure.
0: So I guess uh, as you're there, say hello to America, and uh, we're going to talk food. It's something that I think is a passion of yours, isn't it?
5: Uh, A little bit. Yes, sir. Just a bit. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Hello, America. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much for being here with us. So, you know, uh, I'm not sure that we're going to have enough time today to do the culinary scene here at the Greenbrier Justice. Uh, But in keeping with the history of the place, I really want to know, how do you go about shaping the menus to keep that tradition? And, And I want to get into that, but also modernize it to reflect today's times, because, you know, as they say, times are a changing.
5: Well, that's a very good question and I would say a lot of it has to do with um, really just understanding the history of the green bar and the food itself. Um, we look at all the menus seasonally so there are certain things that we really kind of want to keep and, and, and keep the same so that as our returning guests come back and see the cream of five onion soup or the fried green tomato sandwich and drapers that they're going to re- have those, those those memories that maybe had that they had with their family when they were here. And at the same time you know as chefs we're always looking at different cookbooks and trends and trying to incorporate those into the 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 upcoming menus and then the third thing is just listening to the guests and looking uh talking to them looking at surveys and seeing what they're looking for well
2: that actually leads me into my my next question um robert and i believe very much so that food and travel go hand in hand and one of the things we've very much noticed about the menus here having had a chance to eat in several of the restaurants um you're definitely sticking With your core here, you mentioned fried green tomatoes, certain things that are very core for West Virginia, but you've also modernized, you have many different offerings for people. So you listen to your guests, that's great. What do you want guests coming to the Greenbrier to associate with the food when they leave?
5: That no matter where they ate, at any given time during the day, whatever restaurant it was or banquet, what it was, that it was a wow experience. And they said that, man, the food was just tasted great. The service was phenomenal and I can't wait to come back.
0: You know, you mentioned uh, the five onion soups. So uh, when the pandemic hit, you know, as Mary just said, we, you know, food and travel to us, they go hand in hand. And we created a segment in the show called Travel the World from Your Own Kitchen. So our team right now uh, back at Our Home World Travel Central, as I like to say, uh, they're going, you, you actually have been gracious enough to provide a recipe for us that we're going to be sharing. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because it's something that people right now in their kitchens around the country will be able to make. We'll be posting it as the show broadcast today so they can go to our social media and get that. Or our website it will be up early next week.
5: Sure, sure. The, the soup was, uh, we don't know the exact year, but it was around 77 or 78. And that was when Herman Roosh was still here. He retired in 79. Um, and, and for some reason, he put it on the menu. And uh, the guests just really loved it. We started serving it in the tavern room. Um, when the tavern room left, we decided to keep the tradition alive and serve it in the main dining room. It's a very simple soup, um, but the way that uh, the, the quality of the onions, the way that they're cooked down low and slow, and then, of course, the crispy shallots, a little bit of uh, uh, whipped cream, it's just phenomenal. Yes.
2: Anything with whipped cream is so, phenomenal. So right now, folks, uh, again, yeah, you'll be able <laughs> yes, to get the that recipe five will onion be posted. Soup. All right, so Chef, um, I want to